This is the Bling Vieira Podcast. Got that right. And I'm your host, Bling. It is Tuesday, November 16th, 10.29 p.m. market time. Futures are down. I know, I'm not going to get excited. And for the record, I didn't listen to the last episode yet. I haven't proof-listened the last episode. I'm going to. I think I even put did an intro for that one, which was really creative. I like that. We're using a new mic for this one. I want to kind of A and B the, re- the recordings there. And this one, according to Rat Rat, this microphone here is not as nice as the other one. But I think functionality, it's the, the other one's like a whatever, omnidirectional or whatever you want it to be, figure eight. This one's just strictly cardioid. So we'll see it. We'll see if it makes a difference. You could, I mean, you put it on different settings anyway. New microphone. This is a spe- Thanks for tuning into the special uh, Futures Are Crashing episode. We're only down three points right now, though. Uh, futures don't know that they're crashing just yet. Only I know that. No, the, or the, the episode before this one, I don't want to make a big deal about it. I don't want to do the Streisand effect either and try to say stay away from it only to you know drive a bigger crowd or audience there. But I was kind of I was kind of down. I think I had a little bit I had some expectations of how my trading was gonna go today and maybe I didn't meet my expectations the way that I thought I would. So I was not really having the best time. But I'm having a better time now. I'm not disappointed in the positions that I got. I was about to say that, but I don't think I really am. I just get a little bit, I get a little bit jazzed up sometimes. Because it's hard to just leave them there. You know, you want to have, you want to be in control. But now that, that the futures are crashing, we're, everything's fine. We don't have to worry about it anymore. We can sleep soundly tonight. It doesn't matter. The futures don't matter because how many times? They were red last night, kind of by a lot, weren't they? Like six or seven or 12? And today it's up however many points. It doesn't matter. It's just comforting. Helps you get to sleep at night. Helps me get to sleep at night. But that would be cool, man, if um, I get this one. I would be really relieved, for one, that would be pretty major. And I was relieved last week, last Wednesday, too. That was a huge relief last Wednesday for me. Um, so that's one. But yeah, it'd just be nice to get caught up even more and to reevaluate getting into certain trades next time. Because I th- I'm pretty sure I got a little bit greedy there. And I thought I was right and I wasn't and I was ahead. And that's how options are. And I was even talking the other night like there's a certain range. Sometimes you expect a certain amount of volatility and it doesn't happen. And that's by design because the options stick in a range. Um, yeah, I'm going to put this on break. I'm going to take a little walk out to the woods though. Okay. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. Every time I start choking. Why is that? We were going to go to the woods, but then futures started dropping. So we're like, let's just finish 
I tried to finish this. I'm gonna. Okay, now I really am back, and futures really are dropping. We really are going to finish the show before I I head out walking in the woods. Futures are down from what I'm seeing. Forty six ninety one. Down about five points, one tenth of a percent. It's just the start. It's just the beginning. Maybe I was a day early. Maybe today I was a day early. Maybe it's Wednesday. That's the big drop. Drippity droppity. The end of the uh, financial system as we know it, I think, is what I was trying to say. Another market crash, according to Bling, right? What's he, what's he talking about again? Another crash, like always? Like every other day? Yeah, well, that's playing for you. He's just always so jazzed up. He gets those ideas. Market's going down. He gets in those positions, and sure enough, he starts uh, getting a little exaggerated. His analysis. Now I'm looking at the four-minute here, and... I like to use the four minute. It's a good way to predict um, market moves if you have the right momentum oscillator settings. So that's why I use a four minute. They also use a one minute as well. Yeah, this is uh, kind of an interesting night. It didn't start off very violent. It's not very aggressive. It's actually been very slow. And I think that sometimes is part of the, the catch, I guess, the bait. Just catch everyone off guard, make it seem all slow for the night. Only to find out, well, we're having a little bit of a sell-off. I think the Asian markets are probably going to start selling off. Kospi, the Korean market. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But one thing I do know is that if I land this thing tomorrow and get that relief and get caught up, I will be very happy. Mostly relieved, but very happy. And I think also I'm going to do reevaluate, like I was saying, my strategies sometimes, my rules, and like how strict I need to be on them. Because I did find out with a few. You can't wait till the end of the day for some, some things. You just can't to get in. You have to get in sooner. So you have to compromise maybe the first, stay out the first two hours, which is a good rule. And that's the one I'm usually guilty of breaking. So I need to go over a few things. But one thing I did want to think about, ponder while I'm out in the woods, is the doubling down thing and being a a little too aggressive sometimes, maybe too sure of oneself when getting into a position or adding to a position. I think the position originally started as 466 and 467 puts, but that's those that quickly changed the next morning because of how much it went up today. So I started buying 69, 70 puts, 68, 69, 70 puts. And I might have, I might have gone a little bit, a little too 
enthusiastic about the 469 ones. I might have bought like a handful of those more than I usually do. And what, what sucks is that usually when I do that, I get out really quick. Like it's usually just to save myself, get in, average down, sell, get the hell out and make a profit. So, and I was in that position to do that today. And usually I do execute that no problem. But I was like, nah, it's going down. I got this one. Like, oh, I'm going to get these. These ones are mine. And it went up and I was like, damn it. These aren't mine anymore. So I started buying more and more, and before I knew it, I had kind of a lot more than I was anticipating, bargained for. And that's, I think, what got me into the little bit of a funk after the market closed was just realizing maybe I got in too deep on this trade. So that's kind of where the relief part comes in, too, is if I get this tomorrow morning, I'll be hugely relieved. and caught up and I'll never do it again. I promise. We'll see. I always say I'll never do it again, but I have enough. <clears throat> it's about five or six, five or six wins. And then I'll start doing this, start getting all. I know everything. I'm right all the time. I can't be wrong. Let's double down. Come on, come here. Give me your money. That's the most dangerous bling, I think, to deal with. I guess not uh, in real life. I guess market bling. I don't think there's a really dangerous version of me. So it, the most dangerous version of me is me saying, come on, come on. You know I'm right. Just trust me on here. Just trust me on this trade, okay? Then give me your money. This trade is going to work, I promise. Now give me your money right now. Can I please just have your money so I can trade and make some money for you? I'm trying to help you. No, I couldn't do that. I think I did that with my brother a few times. Took some of his money and flipped it around for him. But it's too stressful. Other people's money. There's too much on the line for me. Like, I gotta be right when it's my money, but then I gotta be right right when it's somebody else's money? Like, I can't do that. And charging for a subscription or charging to teach people, like I was talking about in the last episode, is like I can't even talk to people now during market hours. At least not, I can't talk to people about things market related because it will interfere with my performance. So teaching people, mm, probably not. Because that would take me, that would distract me too much. And when you try to charge them, they'll be like, well, why are you charging me? If you're so good making money, why are you charging me? If you're so good at trading, how come you have to charge people? Like, because I'm not trading because I'm teaching you. And even then, I don't think you can teach somebody how. There's been times when I'm like, do this, do that. And they don't listen. <laughs> so it's like totally, it's totally useless anyway. Because if they don't listen or if they don't execute it, like you can't sit there and hold someone's hand and show them how to trade. It just doesn't work. It's got to be on your own. That's my theory, at least. You got to figure this out on your own. You got to spread your wings and fly. Get out of that nest. Stay in the nest as long as you can, actually. So it's just down four and a half points. 
Excuse me. What do you guys think of this microphone? Does it uh, fit the bill? Maybe. Okay. Well, we got a few more minutes here. What do you guys want to talk about? Anything? Today, earlier today, during the sunset, I was kind of thinking at how much it seemed like a Van Gogh painting, Starry Night. No, it just seemed very like a much vanilla sky painting. Very vanilla sky. And it was cold and there was no one around. I just kind of had a few minutes out there and I was just thinking like, what are you doing, man? Why are you worried? You don't have to be worried. Last time you were in this position, it worked out just fine. You got ahead. Same thing's going to happen here. Nothing to be worried about. Just enjoy the sunset. The vanilla sky. You know. And be proud of yourself. You've, you've, done, you've done a good job so far. Past couple of weeks been impressive. I cleaned this desk. This desk, actually, before the show, I was trying to uh, mount one of those things that almost like a drawer underneath, but for a keyboard. And so, but it was just too loud and bulky and clunky and heavy. My weak body couldn't. My frail, weak body. I was like, birds can't. It's like a picture of a bird trying to put together something like IKEA furniture. It's like, you can't do it. Bird's too weak. And that's me. Just, I'd be like the bird. So I was like, I'll just do it later in the day when it's, I can be louder and procrastinate a couple more days. I, just, I don't know where I want to put it. But it can bump your knees, and I, that can hurt. If it's right. So I was thinking of putting it off to the side. Anyway, make sure to take a little bit of time out of your day to appreciate the vanilla skies in your life and the sunsets that you have, the things that you have, people that you have, uh, the moments that you have. Make sure to appreciate those things. It's not always just market stuff. Getting ahead in the market is fantastic. But there's more to life than just the market and futures, and futures being down four points at 46.92. Tuesday, November 16th, 10.56 p.m. market time. This is The Bling Show. Thanks for tuning in to this special Market to Crash and Futures episode. We're going to talk about the Futures episode. This is The Bling Vieira Podcast. Who? Who's, po- who's, who's that? That's me. You got that right. All right. Off to the woods.